Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show, uh, Fantasy Fellowship. Welcome to week three. Uh, I'm doing a different format here for this week. I think I'm going to try it out and see how it goes. Uh, I wanted to kind of just record a video here going over the week three start sits, and then I'm still going to do a live show uh, later this evening at 7 p.m. Central Time. So if you're watching this now, uh, in the future, I think 7 p.m. Wednesdays live. Uh, we'll go uh, and get you guys your questions answered for your start sits. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to upload this other video here that will have all of the games covered for the week here. And let's just dive into it. So this is uh, a link in the description if you, if you want to follow along. Week three start sits. I got access to the fantasy points allowed. You got your waiver wire report. Uh, and then you got some prop bets there if you're interested in that. And then a link to the practice reports. Uh, we're looking at the Vegas spread odds here. Uh, I update this kind of almost every day. Uh, you're basically, you're looking at the spread in this column here. Green means they're probably, you know, they're going to win. Uh, green here is the team projected total. Uh, red teams down here, uh, probably not going to score a lot of points. And then you have your total game totals. Um, so like Buffalo's got 54 projected in their game down here, the Steelers and Browns only 38. So you kind of want to lean into the green for fantasy and let's cover the Thursday night football game here. We're talking Browns. We're talking Steelers, uh, a good rivalry here. Steelers at the Browns. Browns favored to win by four and a half, 38 over under here. I don't think you're going to use any of these quarterbacks for anything, not even in Superflex. maybe Jacoby Brissett. If I had to pick one, I'll go with Brissett, but uh, stay away from the quarterbacks if you can. Nick Chubb, the RB over one in fantasy right now, shouldn't be getting any start start uh, start sit questions on Nick Chubb. He's going to continue to be a high floor touchdown kind of guy. Najee Harris, I know he's been kind of disappointing. Uh, I think at this point you're starting him as a running back too. He's getting the volume. He's going to get carries. He's you know he gets goal line opportunities. He gets catches. Uh, it's ugly at the moment right now, but he's still going to be a volume guy. So he's a running back two this week. Deontay Johnson, kind of the same thing. He's just he's a wide receiver two, you know, in PPR because of that volume. Uh, so continue ex to expect him to lead the team in targets and receptions. Uh, and then actually, I think the best play on the Steelers is probably Pat Frymuth. He's like a tight end, just because tight end is such a crapshoot. Like he he's a top ten tight end this season. So uh, roll with Pat as your tight end one. And the joke who I have him listed here because he did play better last week. He caught three passes for about thirty five yards, and he almost had a touchdown come down. They they threw to him for five targets. He had a, a, a end zone target here that he could have got for uh, a, a much nicer day. He could have been, you know, but basically four for 40 and a touchdown, which would have been uh, pretty nice for PPR game. So Najoku, I'm open to him. Maybe leave him on your bench and see how he does in this one. It, it's kind of nice to have a, a live game to watch your players here and see what their usage is. Uh, but I'm open to Najoku still being a useful tight end. And then Chase Claypool. He's, he's, I have him here as a flex. I'm not excited to get him in my lineup. I'm more excited about getting Amari Cooper in there. He had an amazing game, nine catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown last week. I think we're using him as a wide receiver three flex. I'm probably going to actually move him up into the wide receiver three. Uh, and then you got Kareem Hunt. He's played well against the Steelers in the past. He's a he's a, a low-end RB2, especially in PPR format. So I wouldn't be surprised if Hunt uh, gathers some touchdowns and some catches in this one. I think both defenses are a start. I mean, if, if you're stuck with Pittsburgh, that's fine. This, this Browns offense isn't going to put up a ton of points um again it's a 30 on 38 over under here uh the, the browns are expected to score 21 the steelers expected to score about 16 uh, almost 17 points here so it's going to be a low scoring game start both defenses miles garrett was cleared to play so no worries there uh george pickens we're leaving him on the bench give him one more week again i want to see how he does uh tomorrow night Donovan Peoples Jones, Harrison Bryant, David Bell, Jalen Warren, all guys to monitor on the bench. So I will, uh, I'm going to do something new too. Every game I'll, I'll pick the winner, just say what I'm thinking. Uh, I think the Browns take this one. 
and, uh, and, and move on to two and one. Let's move on to the Sunday early games. We're talking Texans at Bears. Bears favored to win by three and over under 40 and a half in this one. Uh, kind of very similar to the Bears or to the, the Browns and the Steelers. I'm not excited about the QBs. Davis Mills, maybe a QB2 in Superflex. Justin Fields, I'm, I'm okay with Justin Fields in Superflex leagues. We're not trusting him in QB1 leagues. The running backs, I think David Montgomery looked really good against the Packers on Sunday Night Football. You can, you know, securely use him as a running back too. And then I think it's Damian Pierce week. Uh, I mean, just last week, no carries for Rex Burkhead after the week one where he had more carries. Uh, they still let Damian Pierce rack up about 15 total carries. He got a uh, one catch on one target. So 16 touches for Pierce last week against the Bears. I think that's probably part of the recipe that they want to, you know, continue to feed him 16 to 20 touches. And maybe he punches one in from the goal line. So I like Pierce. I like Montgomery. Brandon Cooks, he's a fine wide receiver, 2-3. Uh, Nico Collins kind of flashed last week. He did have about uh, almost 10 PPR points. So I'm not sure I'm, I'm going to recommend to start him as a wide receiver three, but he could be a flex play if you need one, maybe a DFS type of player. Uh, and then Darnell Mooney. I mean, I, I'd rather play Nico Collins than Darnell Mooney at this point. I think we're riding Mooney on the bench until he shows something. So I have him here as a flex only in emergencies, I think. Uh, but who knows? We could see something nice. Maybe start both defenses. Again, uh, if you want to look at the chart here, the Texans, I mean, they're projected to score 18 uh, in three-quarter points here. The Bears only projected to score 21. So both defenses uh, could be potentially used. I think I'd side with the Bears. They're at home. Uh, we cannot start Cole Komet. I think if you're holding on to Cole Komet for one more week here, let's see how he does on Sunday, and then we can maybe cut bait or, or have some new hope. Uh, Burkhead, Farrell Brown, like all these guys are just going to leave on the bench. So that's too much time on this game. Uh, I think the Bears – should win this game, but I think I'm going to pick the Texans. Uh, I'll pick the Texans to beat the Bears. Uh, moving on to the Raiders and the Titans. The Raiders favored to win by two, over under 45 and a half. Both teams 0-2. Desperate need of a win for playoff aspirations. I, I think if you're starting quarterbacks, you're starting Derek Carr. He's the preferred guy here. We love his weapons. Ryan Tannehill. I think you're nervous about Ryan Tannehill in Superflex leagues. He can be a QB too. Uh, I think I would, I mean, I'd probably rank Justin Fields ahead of him, kind of, you know, at the back end of the, the quarterback twos. You're starting Derrick Henry. You know, let's see if, if he can get back on track here with another, you know, 20, 25 touches, see if he gets uh, another touchdown for you. Josh Jacobs, I, I'm optimistic about Jacobs. He should be a, a nice running back too for you this week. High floor. Uh, he gets the carries, maybe gets a touchdown this week. I think it's Devontae Adams week because Hunter Renfro got the concussion Last week, as I record this, it's Wednesday today. He did not practice on Wednesday. So, uh, I mean, even if he plays, I, I think you might see more Devontae Adams this week. You're starting Darren Waller. Uh, and again, if Renfro plays, I'm open to him in PPR leagues as a wide receiver three flex. I'm not super excited about it. Uh, on the Titans side, I, I think we need to see more Traylon Burks. They're kind of limiting him. They're not letting him run a full uh, amount of routes. But when he's out there on the field, he's their best player. He led the team in receiving last week. I think he only ran about 17 routes. So I'm hoping for a ramp up here for Traylon Burks. Continue to hold him. If he was let go in someone's in one of your leagues, I think he's worth an end of the bench stash. Robert Woods is kind of a gross flex. Uh, he's kind of in the Darnell Mooney category for me. So if you need him, I, it's okay. I don't love it. Uh, I'm not starting either defense. I just don't trust these teams on defense. Uh, and then we're going to monitor all these guys here on the bench. I think Hassan Haskins looked okay last week uh, in, in mop-up time here. And we'll, let's monitor Kyle Phillips as well. He didn't have a great game week two, but nobody really did for the Titans. We'll see if he's more involved as their slot receiver. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, in this game, I'm going to pick the Raiders. Raiders on the road. 
the Chiefs and the Colts. Colts hoping to avoid 0-2. They have a home game here against uh, the Chiefs. Chiefs favored to win by six. 49 and a half implied in this one for quarterbacks. Of course, you're starting Patrick Mahomes. Matt Ryan, though, like in the Superflex League, like he got, what, not even a point last week? Very dicey. I think if you need him as a quarterback, too, I'm okay with it. The Chiefs are going to put up points. So it's going to make Matt Ryan have to throw the ball. So I'm open to Matt Ryan being a low-end quarterback, too. You're starting JT. Uh, it sounds like Michael Pittman practiced in a limited capacity on Wednesday. So I think Pittman's going to play. You're going to start him for sure. Clyde Edwards-Alaire continues to be a solid running back, too, with some, you know, maybe some flex upside. Doesn't matter what format, standard, half PPR, PPR, Clyde Edwards-Alaire in your lineup. Of course, you're starting Travis Kelsey. Juju Smith-Schuster, though, last week he got shut down by the Chargers. Uh, I have a theory. The Chargers slot cornerback is very, very good. So like, it, it's a tough draw. I think I'm going to give Juju the benefit of the doubt. You want him in your lineups this week. I expect him to bounce back. Uh, Naheem Hines and Ashton Doolin I have as low-end flex plays because I do expect the Colts to have to throw the ball. We'll see if they can get Jonathan Taylor on track early, but I have a feeling at some point, whether it's the second half, third quarter, fourth quarter, you're going to see Naheem Hines and Ashton Doolin have to get uh, called up for some work. You can start the Chiefs defense. Again, I, I, one of my defensive strategies is you, sometimes you just want a team that's going to win the game. And, I mean, the Chiefs are almost favored to win by a touchdown here. Matt Ryan's been turning the ball over. I think the Chiefs are a good start. Say no to the Colts. Uh, and then guys on the bench here, Jack McKinnon. In a PPR league, I don't mind putting him, putting him on the end of my bench. Let's watch for Justin Watson, Miko Hardman. These guys are interesting players here. I don't think we can start MBS. These guys are all going to be kind of rotating in and out and, and you know, eating into each other's workload, which doesn't bode well for fantasy. And then let's monitor all these guys down here on the bench for the Colts. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. Colts looking at 0-3. It's it's scary, scary moment for the Colts fans. Uh, moving on to the Bills and the Dolphins. Probably the game of the week here. Uh, Bills favored to win by six, 54 total implied in this one. You're starting Josh Allen, no questions there. Tua Tagovailoa, though, what do we do with him? I, I think I have him ranked as like my 12th or 13th quarterback this week, so he's a fringe QB1. I feel good about him in super flex leagues for sure, uh, but I'm gonna, I've am gonna i been just on the TikTok and the YouTube and, and in Twitter and things, I've been getting a lot of questions. Do I start Stafford or Tua, Derek Carr or Tua, uh, things like that. I think Tua has top 10, top 12 upside. Um, if you have questions on Tua, let me know. I, I, I kind of want to lean into it. It's a tough matchup, though, against the Bills, but it is in Miami, so I'll give him that. Must starts here. You're starting Diggs. You're starting Tyreek. You're starting Waddle. You guys don't need uh, advice on that. Gabe Davis, uh, He again, it's Wednesday. He practiced in limited capacity. We'll watch his reports, but I think he's going to play. Uh, it was a good move to limit him. Or I guess to have him rest on Monday Night Football, he should be good to go. Dawson Knox popped up on the injury report today, though. I'm going to have to list him as questionable. He did not practice on Wednesday. We'll see about his status going forward. Mike Jasicki, uh, week one was a dud. Week two was nice. Maybe he's more involved. Uh, if, if you need someone in a pinch, if you you know, you know went zero tight end, uh, maybe he's a guy off waiver wire. I'm open to Jasicki being useful this week. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, not super excited about it. If I, I'm, You're starting Devin Singletary over Zach Moss for sure, uh, but I think the expectations are low-end RB2, probably more of a flex play. Uh, Zach Moss, I think, should be owned. Uh, maybe he's more involved as a, as a receiver this week. They didn't really need him last week, so uh, maybe he bounces back. And then the Dolphins running backs, Edmonds and Mostert, like the split just flipped on us week two. It was heavy Edmonds week one, heavy Mostert week two. I'm not sure what the reasoning is for this. I recommended Edmonds a lot last week. I thought he was going to be an active pass catcher. He did have the nice uh, big run at the end of the game, though, to potentially help them win that game. So I like Edmonds. I, I understand the risk involved with starting him. Uh, for me, if I had to start Edmonds and Mostert, I'm, 
I, I would prefer them on my bench this week because I want another data point of how this is going to look. Uh, I don't expect the Dolphins to be leading much in this game, so I tend to lean with Chase Edmonds as being the, you know, the more the, the two-minute uh, hurry-up offense kind of guy. If you have Edmonds, Mostert questions, please let me know. Mostert should have been picked up off the waivers this week. I'm open to starting the Bills defense just because they're so dang good. Tua does have, you know, turnover tendencies. Say no to the Dolphins defense. And then we'll watch these guys on the bench. Isaiah McKenzie, Crowder, James Cook, uh, Trent Sherfield, uh, backup receivers here. Cedric Wilson got hurt last week. I'm not sure about his uh you know, practice reports today. But uh, if, if he can't go, that makes me like Jasicki as a streamer. So I'm going to take the bills in this one. Uh, hopefully this game lives up to the hype. Uh, a lot of excitement there in Miami. Moving on to the Lions and the Vikings. Uh, I'm excited about this one. The Lions have a great offense. Vikings favored to win by six, 53 and a half implied. That's like almost just as much as the Buffalo Dolphins game here. So Kirk Cousins, I know he bombed it on Monday Night Football, but guess what? It's not Monday. He should be okay in this one at home against the Lions. Kirk Cousins, top 10, top 12 uh, potential here. If, if you had to choose between Kirk and Tua, I'm probably going to lean into Kirk in this one. Jared Goff, I might even prefer Jared Goff over Tua too, because again, this is a high point total. Uh, Lions are going to have to throw the ball. They have a good offense. So Goff, I'm open to him being a top 12, top 15 QB. You're starting Swift. You're starting Cook. You're starting Amon Ra. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Uh, and then here we got a bunch of questions. Adam Thielen, he's been disappointing. But again, uh, I, I feel good about the, the volume that he had last week. He kind of got things going in the second half. Maybe he's a wide receiver three flex this week gets his first touchdown of the season. I can see that happening. Uh, the tight ends, Hawkinson, you're starting Hawkinson. Uh, and I think Irv Smith showed us some good things last week. If he would have caught that 60-yard touchdown, we'd be much more excited about him this week. But I'm willing to give him a shot as a fringe tight end one. Uh, and then you got Jamal Williams, DJ Chark, KJ Osborne. These guys are kind of deep flexes. If you have questions on them, let me know. Uh, I do think that these guys should be owned in 12-team in leagues. Um, I'm going to say no to the Lions defense. Maybe the Vikings defense. I'm going to lean with the Vikings on this one. Josh Reynolds, Alexander Madison, Johnny Mutt will leave these guys on the bench. Uh, I would expect the Vikings to bounce back in this game here, get that offense, get Dalvin Cook going. So far, two games, no Dalvin Cook uh, bonkers game. So we'll see about that. But I'll take the Vikings here. I think it's a close game. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions won, honestly. Moving on to the Ravens and the Patriots. Ravens favored to win by three, 43 and a half implied in this one. Um, you're starting Lamar. You're starting Mark Andrews. I think Rashad Bateman has earned our trust uh, as a start player here, wide receiver three flex. Uh, and then after that, like, what do we do with the Patriots? I, Mac Jones, maybe as a QB two in super flex leagues. Again, we just saw two in the Dolphins, like just ravage this Ravens secondary. So I'm open to Mac Jones and some deep opportunities here. Damien Harris worth a low end RB two start. Jacoby Myers, I think in a PPR league, I think you're starting Jacoby Myers. And, uh, and then Nelson Aguilar really came through last week. He's, it feels scary to start him, uh, but just think about this. Jacoby Myers kind of could be a poor man's Jalen Waddle. Nelson Aguilar could be kind of a poor man's Tyreek Hill. So if the Patriots want to win this game, I think they're dinking and dunking with Jacoby, taking their deep shots to Aguilar, maybe Kendrick Bourne, things like that. So I'm open to those guys having a decent game. Let me know if you have questions on them. Uh, I would lean into, again, I, I like to start teams that are, are probably going to win. So I'm open to the Ravens defense. Patriots offense really hasn't clicked quite yet. Uh, but maybe the Patriots defense, maybe, maybe Bill Belichick has a really good game plan for Lamar. Uh, and then we'll leave these guys on the bench here. Uh, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Armandre Stevenson. We'll leave him on the bench. Hopefully he can, you know, continue to impress us uh, for future weeks. Kendrick Bourne, Hunter, I don't think we can trust Hunter Henry or Jono Smith at the moment. I don't want any zeros. Uh, but Isaiah Likely, 
in a 12-team league, I mean, he should be probably rostered as a, as a deep tight end too. J.K. Dobbins, I don't know what's going on with him. Harbaugh said week to week the other day he might not play this week. I'm assuming he doesn't play this week. We're thinking about week four, week five. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, Justice Hill, Devin DuVernay, just, it's hard to trust these guys. Lean into Lamar, Bateman, and Mark Andrews, uh, and then consider some of the Patriots. I'm going to take the Ravens, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots win this game. I think they're they're, they're starting to come around. Moving on to the Bengals and the New York Jets. Cincinnati favored to win by five, 44 and a half implied in this one. As far as the must-start players, you're starting Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins. Uh, and then some flex questions here. Hayden Hurst can be a low-end tight end one. He's got a high floor. I like what I'm seeing. He looks good. He looks good. Uh, he, he looks like, a you know, uh, an old player here that looked like a tight end one back in, I think, 2020 when he was with the Falcons. Tyler Boyd, just kind of a deep flex. I don't know if I love him. I'd probably rather play Tyler Boyd over like a Darnell Mooney uh, or something like that, though, if you have questions on that. I think the Bengals' defense is startable as well. As far as the Jets, I mean, Joe Flacco, if he wins this game, I don't know how they they can start Zach Wilson week four. All signs are indicating that Zach Wilson will be ready for week four, but I think a lot of it is up to uh, to Big Joe here. And if he beats the Bengals, they, they got to stick with Joe Flacco, I think. So Flacco, super flex QB2. I kind of like him there. Tyler Conklin, if you need a tight end, like Conklin's the guy. He's got a ton of targets. Uh, he's got the touchdown week one. He, he got 10 PPR points last week. He's a nice low-end tight end one. Uh, and then we got a ton of flex questions here. Elijah Moore, I'd probably lean towards benching him this week here. But again, this is this might be the last Joe Flacco game. So I kind of want to lean into the passing group here. Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, I, I'm probably going to lean into those guys. You're starting Michael Carter in PPR leagues. I don't know about Brees Hall. If Brees Hall doesn't catch that touchdown last week, he's, he's looking like uh, a bad play in week two. But I'm open to Brees Hall for sure. Michael Carter in PPR leagues. I think you gotta. I think you gotta try and find a way to get Garrett Wilson in there. And then Elijah's more of a true flex question. We'll leave. I know Corey Davis got the touchdown, but we're gonna leave these guys on the bench. They're hard to trust. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. Bengals 0-2. They need a win real bad. Uh, moving on to the Eagles and the Commanders. Carson Wentz revenge game. The Eagles favored to win by six and a half, 47 total implied in this one. Uh, as far as the must starts, you're starting Hertz. You're starting AJ Brown. I think you're starting Dallas Goddard. Um, flex questions here. Miles Sanders, man, he's total like right now he's RB 12 in PPR league. So I think you're going to lean into him, get him in there as an RB two flex. Devonta Smith looked good week two, awful week one. It's probably somewhere in the middle this week here. I think I'm open to him being a wide receiver three flex play. Start. I think you're going to start the Eagles defense. They showed some really nice things last week. Carson Wentz is always good for at least a turnover or two. Uh, and then Gainwell, Scott, Quez Watkins, leave these guys on the bench. The Commanders. Carson Wentz is QB4 right now. He's throwing the ball a ton. I think he had 46 and 41 attempts in his first two games. Um Eagles have a good secondary. I, I think it, this is probably going to be his worst game, you know, week three here compared to weeks one and two. Uh, but I still think just based on volume and having to come back and score touchdowns, Wentz is probably a low-end QB1. Uh, Antonio Gibson, a low-end RB2. Curtis Samuel's the best player on this team for fantasy right now. You want to start him in your lineups. I also think Logan Thomas is in play this week. The Eagles uh, just let Irv Smith have a nice game against them. So Logan Thomas catches a touchdown last week. I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps that streak going. Terry McLaurin, you, you're going to start Terry McLaurin, but he's he's kind of a clear wide receiver three flex to me now. Jahan Dotson playing extremely well for a rookie wide receiver. I'm excited about his development. Uh, I think you got to find a way to get him in your lineup. And then the nature of this game, if, if the Eagles are doing what they're doing on offense, 
Uh, you're going to probably see more J.D. McKissick in this one. I think in a PPR leagues, he can be a low-end RB2, maybe good for 10, 12 points. Say no to the Washington defense, uh, backup tight end here. Uh, I, I like the Commanders. I don't think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to put up a good fight. Carson Wentz revenge week, but uh, the Eagles, man, Eagles are going to roll here, looking to move to 3-0. and Moving on to the Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Saints favored to win by two and a half here, 40 and a half total implied in this one. So it's going to be a low scoring game as far as must start players in this one. I mean, you're obviously starting Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. He practiced today on Wednesday, limited capacity. I think he's going to play. You're going to find a way to get him in your lineups. And then Michael Thomas. Yes. Uh, DJ Moore. It's it didn't look good week one, week two, it got better. You're gonna leave him in there. I think he's more I'm probably gonna move him to the wide receiver three category, but you're gonna wanna you're gonna want him in your lineup. Uh and then Chris Olave. Last week, Jameis Winston was just chucking it down deep to him. Uh, I think you're going to see some more success for him this week. So I'm, I'm open to Olave as a wide receiver three flex. Uh, and then I, I like Landry in PPR leagues. I think he's going to be busy, a good trusted target for Jameis Winston. Probably say no to Robbie Anderson. I have him as a flex. He's more of an emergency situation. Start that uh, Saints defense. Probably stay away from the Panthers. Uh, leave these guys on the bench here. Jawan Johnson, though, keep an eye on him. He's been playing good as a tight end. He might be a guy that we trust. Uh, in future weeks here, if he keeps getting eight to 10 PPR points. Uh, but I'm going to take the Saints in this one. Not super excited about the Panthers right now. Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston, they're both super flex QB2s. I'd rather have Winston in this one. Uh, we'll see if Baker Mayfield can continue to feed McCaffrey and DJ Moore. But I'll go with the Saints in this one on the road. Panthers fall 2 0 3. Sunday late games, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the first placed AFC. Uh, AFC South Jacksonville Jaguars uh, at at the LA Chargers. Uh, Chargers favored to win by seven, 48 total implied in this one. Justin Herbert was practicing today. So I, I think he's trending towards playing as far as must starts here. Assuming Herbert plays, you're going to, you're going to leave him in your lineup unless you have a godlike option, you know, behind him, you drafted two QBs or something. Uh, Eckler's a start. Mike Williams is a start. Keenan Allen practiced in limited capacity today. So if he plays, I'm open to Allen. And then I think you got to start Gerald Everett right now if you got him at tight end. Um, if Allen can't go, I'm open to Josh Palmer. Uh, but obviously, if, if Herbert doesn't go, that's going to change the outlook here. If no Herbert, I think it's probably just Austin Eckler and, and maybe Mike Williams that I'm open to. But we'll, we'll cross that road when we need to. Uh, so go ahead and start the Chargers defense. I mean, they've, they've limited the, the Raiders, and they also limited the Chiefs offense to just 17 points. Um, yeah, 17 points last week. So I like the Chargers D, leave these guys on the bench. As far as the Jags, man, they looked really efficient last week. I think Trevor Lawrence, kind of a low-end QB2 option. I'm not going to dabble with him in QB1 leagues. James Robinson, though, must start. I think he's a running back, too. He's proved to be uh, clearly ahead of his recovery with the Achilles. He looks good to go. He's one of the first players to ever recover to true form here. So I love James Robinson. I love a feel-good story. Get him in your lineups. Christian Kirk, if you've watched our stuff all summer long, Christian Kirk is playing uh, out of his mind right now. It's a tough matchup this week, though. I want to limit expectations. The Chargers have limited the slot receivers that they've played. I mean, we're talking Hunter Renfro and Juju Smith-Schuster. I think Christian Kirk's better than them, uh, but expect kind of a more mild day for Christian Kirk, hopefully still double digits in PPR leagues. Evan Ingram, worth a start, though, in PPR leagues. He's getting the volume here. Maybe it's a Zay Jones, Marvin Jones game. I, I like ETN in the flex because we expect the Chargers to win. That means more passing from the Jags, maybe more ETN as a receiver. So PPR, he's a low-end RB2 flex. Say no to the defense and monitor these guys on the bench. I'm taking the Chargers in this one. Obviously, that would change if Herbert's out. Uh, but I, I like what I'm seeing from the Jags. I think they're going to be competitive in this one. Moving on to the LA Rams. 
And the Arizona Cardinals, we got a fun NFC West showdown for you here. Rams favored to win by three and a half, 48 and a half implied in this one. As far as must starts in this one, both quarterbacks, Stafford and Kyler Murray. I don't want to see any questions on those guys. Cooper Cup, of course, obvious. Allen Robinson, I think, is a must start in this one because it's the Cardinals defense. We want to lean into those matchups, as well as Tyler Higby. The Cardinals have allowed Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey both to eat. I know Higby's not at their level, but so far, amazing tight ends are having amazing numbers against the Cardinals. I'm going to lean into that, start Tyler Higby. And then what do we do with the running backs? It's it's going to probably be a 50-50 split uh, going forward here unless one of the two can separate. But Henderson looks like the two-minute kind of third down back. Also got the goal line touchdown. Akers kind of in between the 20s. He's, he's kind of a first and second down guy here. I think I'd rather start Henderson. Uh, but, again, I'm, both, I'm open to both guys here. Uh, if you have questions on those two, please uh, fill them out in the questions or in the comments. Start the Rams defense just because – uh, you know, Murray has some turnovers and, and maybe uh, maybe Connor is not healthy in this one. Leave these guys on the bench. I'm watching for Van Jefferson, though, if he comes back. Interested to see what, what he will look like. Uh, again, we're watching James Connor. If he plays, I'll play him as a running back, too. But you got to limit expectations. It's a good defense. Marquise Brown hitting his floors, at least here. I think he's a wide receiver three flex. The guy I like the most here is probably Zach Ertz. He's a high volume play at tight end. Uh, and then Greg Dorch, man, filling in for Rondell Moore. I don't think Rondell Moore plays here. He's the starting slot receiver. I'm open to Dorch as a as a deep flex. Uh, and then if no James Conner, that's going to make Daryl Williams and Eno Benjamin in play. It's going to be a very similar split to the Hendo Acres split, though. So it's going to be tough to for me to pick one guy or the other. I think Daryl Probably the, the the short yardage goal line back, you know, Benjamin, maybe he's more of the, the pass catching back here. I'm uh, not really quite sure what my crystal ball says for these guys. Say no to, like, don't even look at the Cardinals defense. It's like one of the worst in the league. Uh, AJ Green, Rondell Moore here. I'm going to lean with the Rams here. I think the Cardinals got pretty uh, fortunate last week. I think they're going to drop this one, move to one and two. Rams move to two and one. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks. The Hawks favored to win by two, 42 implied in this one. Not a fun game, but I think this, it's ugly on paper, but I think this could be nice for fantasy. Uh, but Mariota and Geno Smith, just super flex QB2 options. I think you got to play Cordero Patterson this one. I expect him to be fed, uh, maybe pop off a couple big plays. Haven't really seen him unleashed as a receiver yet. They're more so using him as an RB. I want more pass attempts and targets for Cordero Patterson. I think London's a must start, man. He's starting to look really, really good. I think Metcalf's a start as well. Kyle Pitts, like, <sighs> this one hurts. Like, I, I want Kyle Pitts to be better. Uh, I want them to target him more. I don't know what's going on here. If you have Kyle Pitts, you'd, ha you'd have to have, like, a Tyler Higby or a Gerald Everett to start over him, and I'm okay with that, but I kind of want to lean into Pitts. Hopefully, you know, this is the week that gets him going. Tyler Lockett balled out last week. I think he's an option too. So I'm, I'm open to all four of these guys here. Maybe start these defenses. Again, this is projected to be a low scoring game. Both quarterbacks kind of turn the ball over every now and then. I'd probably sign with the home team here, Seahawks, uh, and then leave all these guys on the bench. I, Rashad Penny, uh, he might be droppable after this week here. I think Kenneth Walker looked better. Walker is a hold. We're not starting either of the tight ends here. Just stay away from these guys here on the bench. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons, I think, in this one on the road here. I think that could be a nice upset. But either way, both defenses, it's a low-scoring game, could be in play. Uh, moving on to the Packers at the Buccaneers. Bucks favored to win by two, 41.5 implied. Mike Evans is suspended. Chris Godwin is doubtful, leaving Rashad Perriman, Russell Gage, and Scotty Miller as the Bucks' top receivers. I think both – this is a low-scoring game, by the way. 41.5 for a Tom Brady-Aaron Rodgers game. That's crazy. 
Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, both more quarterback twos in Superflex League. I'm not excited to get them in as my one. I think you're starting Aaron Jones. You're starting Leonard Fournette. Those are, those are must starts this week. I also think A.J. Dillon, probably the next best flex play from the Packers. He's a low-end RB2. I know it's a tough matchup on paper, but we saw Mark Ingram and the Saints have some su success on the run last week. So Dylan wouldn't surprise me if he punches one in the end zone. I think he's a low-end RB2 flex play. Lazard and Watkins, these guys are kind of deep wide receiver three flexes. If I had to use one, it's probably Lazard. Uh, and then we got some receivers here for Tampa Bay. Russ Gage, maybe a low-end PPR play. Rashad Perriman, a deep what-the-heck flex type option. And I think both defenses are startable. I don't expect the Packers to turn the ball over as they have been. Um, but uh, you still got to think the, the Bucks defense is playing really, really good football right now. They should only limit them to maybe 17 to 20 points. And then on the Packers side, I mean, Tom Brady has had some turnovers. The Bucks offensive line, not great. Maybe we see the Packers rack up a bunch of sacks. Both defenses in play. Leave these guys on the bench here, but continue to watch the receivers, the young receivers for the Packers, maybe Robert Tunyon uh, and maybe Rashad White pops in this game. Uh, but either way, I think this is a fun game. We're going to see some different styles from these teams. They want to—they they both want to run the ball and play defense, which is not what we're used to from Rodgers and Tom Brady. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Call me a homer. Call me whatever. But I think they're getting the Bucks at a good time right now. No Evans, no Godwin, no Julio either. I didn't even put Julio on the list. No Julio in this one. Um, so I'll lean with the Packers here. Sunday night football, 49ers at Denver Broncos. 49ers favored to win on the road here by one and a half, 45 implied in this one. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, man, he's back. As far as must starts in this one, uh, I'm going to say Javante's must start. Portland Sutton is must start. Debo Samuels must start. And if Kittle plays, he's a must start as well. Uh, for quarterback, Russell Wilson's a low end. I should probably spell Wilson correctly. He's a low end QB1. Garoppolo, more of a super flex option for you. Jeff Wilson Jr., man, he looked good last week. And I actually think... With losing Lance, going to Garoppolo, that's a boost for Jeff Wilson. That's a boost for Debo Samuel because uh, now they're not competing with Trey Lance for carries, and, and Garoppolo can keep this offense maybe more on track. So Wilson, I like him as a low-end RB2. You're, again, you're starting Debo. I think Brandon Ayuk has some nice wide receiver three flex appeal. Uh, we already mentioned start George Kittle. We're monitoring Jerry Judy. He did not practice today. I think it would be – I think, honestly, with that shoulder injury, I think it would be a mistake for the Broncos to play him this week, let him rest up, get some more – uh, you know, get some more rest on that shoulder. If he plays, he's kind of, a, I mean, I'd rather play Ayuk over Judy uh, in this one here. I'm just nervous about re-injury, things like that. So I think there's some risk involved. Hopefully they just rule him out so we don't have to worry about it. But if he plays, I'm on the fence here. And actually I think Melvin Gordon could be an interesting low-end RB2 flex. Maybe start these defenses. I don't feel good. I don't know if they're good yet. Like, yeah, I, it, it's hard to gauge these guys. They both haven't really played good opponents. Not really sure what to think here. Jordan Mason, we're watching for him. Maybe stash them on your on the end of your bench here over the week. 49ers RBs just get hurt, man. It's it's crazy. Albert O, Eric, Eric Salbert, Kendall Hunt, and just leave these guys on the bench. Uh, I know the Niners are favored to win, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Broncos here. I think Cortland Sutton gets things rolling. Maybe Javante Williams finds the end zone for the first time. I'll go with the Broncos. And then our final cap here: Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys at New York Giants. Giants favored to win by two and a half. Over under of 39 and a half. So. Games that are 40 points or under, I think both defenses are in play. That Cowboys defense just infuriated the Bengals offensive line last week. I'm starting the Cowboys defense. I'm open to the Giants defense as well. As far as must starts in this game, Saquon Barkley and CeeDee Lamb, like that's end of list. Uh, Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones, both quarterback twos for super flex leagues. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 5.9 PPR points in back-to-back -back games. I get it if you want to bench him. 
I get it. If you want to start Kareem Hunt or someone else over him, like I, I get it. If you have questions on Zeke, let me know in the comments. Tony Pollard, I'm, I'm almost more excited to, to start Tony Pollard. He's a weapon for them. Uh, Noah Brown looked really, really good. I think Michael Gallup's going to play in this week too. So maybe that eats into Brown's opportunities. But I, I do think Noah Brown's interesting as a deep flex. Uh, the Giants receiver, Sterling Shepard, I like him for PPR for, uh, formats here. He looks completely fine from his Achilles injury. And then Richie James here. Uh, but again, these guys don't feel – they don't feel like fun, but they, they can, you know, get you, you know, 8 to 12 PPR points. Uh, on the bench here, I have Dalton Schultz. He had the PCL injury last week. I'm not sure if he's going to play. I don't know if he practiced today. We'll watch his reports here. If he can't go, Jake Ferguson's going to be in, uh, but I'm not saying to start him, and then we'll leave these guys down here on the bench. So not a super fun fantasy bonanza for Monday Night Football, but we'll, we'll watch for Barkley and, and CeeDee Lamb for sure, see if Cooper Rush can keep it going. Uh, but in this one, I'm, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys uh, go in and steal it, uh, and that's going to do it. If you guys uh, have any questions, please fire them up in the comment section. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm trying a new format here. I wanted to kind of just cover the start sit charts uh, myself uninterrupted, uninterrupted and just get all the information out. And again, 7 p.m. Central time on Wednesdays, we'll be going live and I'm just, I'm going to go over injury reports. I'm going to answer questions, anything you need on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central time, come hang out, subscribe if you are new. Thank you guys so much for your time and we'll see you in the live stream. Peace. <laughs>